The content of this podcast episode comes with a warning. Please note, this podcast episode may touch upon the subject matter of suicide, as is discussed in the book The Midnight Library by Matt Haig. If you or someone you know is currently considering suicide or is in a crisis, please contact one 844 437-3247. Are you looking for a light read? Something fun? Something entertaining? Well, check out Book Interrupted's blog. You can find Manuscript Mondays, Topic Tuesdays, Word Wednesdays, Thought Thursdays, Fact Fridays, and Silly Saturdays. Sundays are reserved for Down the Rabbit Hole or Top 10 Lists artwork, and more. Be sure to check out Book Interrupted's blog at www.bookinterrupted.com forward slash blog. Parental guidance is recommended because this episode has mature topics and strong language. Here are some moments you can look forward to during this episode of Book Interrupted. I love when chapters are short. Oh, unless you were the writer with some children. Yeah. <laughs> and you'd still be <laughs> That's right. Never screw up. Always have, <laughs> always have like these great lessons to draw from. The difference in the movie is that she can access all of her oh, yeah. lot. I recommend it. It was very entertaining. Yeah, it's not my favorite quality, but so much color yeah. around it. Yeah. <laughs> Interrupted, a book club for busy people to connect and one that celebrates life's interruptions. If you'd like to join along, this book cycle is from May 30th to July 10th. It's our fan Virginia's book pick and we're reading Midnight Library by Matt Haig. A dazzling novel about regrets and all the choices that go into a life well lived. Would you have done anything different if you had a chance to undo your regrets? Let's listen in to this episode's group discussion. Okay, so do we recommend the, book? recommend the book? Oh yeah, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I recommend it. I recommend, I recommend it. it. I already did. I already recommended something. And I'm like, I've read it. I think it's like pretty popular, actually. It was hard to get mm. at the library. I had to buy it. I, I was going to get it at the library, but there was like this long hold line. I was like, oh, I'll buy it then. I recommend it. It was very entertaining. Same, easy read, entertaining quick to get into. I like it when a book takes me right away. Sometimes it's more challenging to have to invest in the first however many chapters before finally you're like, okay, I'm now interested. First page was pretty interesting and just went from there. Yeah, I agree as well, obviously. (laughs) um, (laughs) Imagine you're like, I don't recommend it. Ha ha, jokes on you guys. I don't. I haven't even read it. Made you read it. <laughs> Made yeah. you read it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I suck ass. I do think, uh, I think it has to be for the 
right time in your life. If you want to read something easy that I don't think it's like stirs the soul, you know, like some other books do, and it doesn't sit heavy with you, but that's why I liked it. And that's why I chose it in that moment of time is because I wanted something that was a little bit lighter and it had, you know, a message of hope that I knew about in the end, but it still had some teeth to it. You know, like it wasn't so fluffy and airy. It had some teeth to it that it still made you think about regret, think about life choices, you know, reframe things in your life. So it kind of is like middle ground, you know, for me, but so I would definitely recommend it, but with that context and with those parameters around it. So nice. I recommend it. I am going to finish it and then I'm going to recommend it. I am going to finish it though. Yeah. So I would recommend it too. I thought it was, it was, I read it so fast. There's technical things I liked about the book. The fact that the chapters are so short, I love mm. when chapters are short, oh, totally. just to get, so it makes me be like, oh, I can do another chapter. The way he would end the chapter made you want to read the next chapter. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it was a light read. It made you reflect, like all the same things you're saying. Yeah, I, I've already recommended it, but I really liked it. It was really enjoyable. Mm-hmm. So Those short, short yeah. chapters are such a trap for me though. I'm Aren't like, they oh, great? So I'll just do one more. And then it's like 11 PM. That's like, crap, should have gone to bed two hours ago. Totally. Yeah. yeah. At nine? Uh, when your kids get up at five. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Totally. Mm-hmm. That is correct. <laughs> correct. It's really hard to sleep at nine. <laughs> no, I rarely end up going to bed. And I'm just in the middle of my shift right there when <laughs> wow. you're going to bed. <laughs> I wish I could just stay up till midnight. That's like, that's when I would rather go Same. to bed. But... Uh, uh-uh. Oh. Yeah, she has to 4% yeah. fix herself. That's not the life I chose. I've chose a job yeah. where like when I do work, I have to be there before seven. So if I could just live the life, if I was the writer, I could just sleep into whatever and stay up till midnight. Be great. Totally. Yeah. Unless you were the writer with some children. Yeah. <laughs> and you'd still be right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. I like this book for this purpose as well, for a book club. Like if other people have book clubs going on as well like I thought I thought there was enough points of discussion that's interesting I was really really excited and intrigued to hear what your perspectives were going to be on it as well so I like that part about it as well like it's a good it's a good book to talk to others about it you know about what they thought about it what they thought about the journey and so I like that it was um, thought-provoking and a good conversational builder too so indeed me yeah, too definitely was. Mm-hmm. yeah agree Wow. Who, has, who hasn't said anything? <laughs> Anyone? Who's next? Did everyone Lindsay? Recommend? Oh. Everyone? Lindsay recommended? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah she, she recommended. Yeah. Everyone oh. did. Okay, I've spaced out then, I guess, a part of it. Sorry. <laughs> I'm just going to say one last thing. Me and Leah, although Leah ended up not being able to make it, so I went with my mom. We went to go see a movie called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, and it's about parallel universes. Mm-hmm. And this woman, it's so good if you haven't seen it. Oh, my gosh, it was hilarious. It was funny, and it's great. It's on my list. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Everything, everywhere, all. It's really Mm -hmm. funny and it's still in theaters now. It's about the parallel universes, and it's kind of like this woman. She needs to save the universe, basically. And they come to her, and what they say is they're coming to her in her worst life. And she was like, "Thanks." (laughs) (laughs) They're like, "You screwed everything up." everything you ever tried so that's, you yeah that. so that's why we're coming to get you in this life because this is your worst life and she was like 
that's really insulting and I'm not interested. Like, anyway, it was really funny, <laughs> but it, it kind of goes through that too, like regrets and whatever. And it reminded me of the Midnight Library. So if you're looking for, if you read the book and you were really into it, then you might like watching that movie. This is your jeans choice. Yeah, this is, this is, this is your jeans choice. This is my jean pick for a movie. Vince's, or your Vincent's your Vincent. Vincent's choice to accompany the wine and the book. Mm-hmm. Well, that's yes, interesting. So, wouldn't you want to go see what those other lives are all about? If this one is the worst one, and you think, yeah. "Huh, this is actually pretty good," wouldn't you be wondering yeah. what those other lives are like? If this one mm-hmm. you think is pretty good, how awesome! Like, yes. what else could there be going on in my life that's even better than this? You know. For those of you who felt dissatisfied by Midnight Library, where she couldn't remember her the lives she went into, the difference in the movie is that she mm-hmm. can access all of her oh, other yeah. lives. Oh yeah, that's cool. not a spoiler. That's in the trailer. I haven't seen the movie. That's in the trailer. Yeah, that's true. That's a good contrast. She can access all of the knowledge from her other lives, which is super cool. Like yeah. one, she's a kung fu master. So in her regular life, she isn't. She, you know, has she's a small mm-hmm. entrepreneur with a laundry mat, and all of a sudden, like she can access this, and she's like doing kung fu, and she's like, "What the hell?" <laughs> it's really, oh, that's it's really great. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Well, that'd be neat too, because then you could take all the lessons and all these past lives or these parallel lives and just never screw up. Always have, <laughs> always have like these great lessons to draw from. You could be like goodwill hunting. <laughs> you like remember all the things. It's like the Matrix though, because you have all the knowledge, right? It would be great if Nora had all the knowledge when she went back. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Of all the things she did, like what she did to become a swimmer and what she did to become that Arctic, what was she again? Sociologist. Thank you. And it would be cool if she had all the knowledge from all these different lives when she Mm -hmm. went back, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she definitely- So this movie can give that to you. This movie gives it to you though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Any final thoughts before we wrap it up? Thanks for coming, Ginny. Yeah, Yeah, it was good seeing you again. Thank you. Thank nice you, you so much for this. It's been a real, real pleasure. It's uh, It's been wonderful to meet all of you and to chat about this book. Thanks for bringing this um, opportunity that we could all meet like this and talk about the book. And it was, it's been honestly a real pleasure to meet all of you. So thank you very much. Oh, okay. Thank you. Great. And then we have the fan episode, which is the silliest episode. So get ready. Oh, yeah. yay. Yay, yay, yay. We go <laughs> on tangent every time. <laughs> Get ready. <laughs> I was just listening to the last episode, the one with the two truths and a lie. That was really good. It was a great one to hear. And Leah, I realized you're a really good liar. Watch out. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's one of my, one of my talents. It's, it's not my favorite quality about awesome. myself. Yeah, it's not my favorite quality about so myself. So much color yeah. around it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's good because you're great. Not healthy, yeah. but it's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you cool. awesome. oh, awesome. This interruption is brought to you by Unpublished. Do you want to know more about the members and Book Interrupted? Go behind the scenes? Visit our website at www.bookinterrupted.com. Book Interrupted. My interruption is learning things the hard way. Every spring, I look forward to eating fiddlehead greens. And if you don't know what they are, they're the new shoots from the ostrich fern. This year, I learned that if you undercook them, they will make you incredibly sick, like you have food poisoning. So I spent the whole weekend being incredibly sick. I slept for an entire day. I still like fiddlehead greens, though.
Book interrupted. It's book report time. We're going to find out from each member their final thoughts. And do they recommend the book? Let's listen. Hi, it's Virginia, and this is my book report for Midnight Library. Okay, so this is the one where I'm going to share whether or not I would recommend this book to you all or not. So, duh, of course I would. It was my suggestion. I liked this book, I, which is why I picked it. And I think that if somebody watching and listening has been contemplating reading this book, I would say now is a perfect time, especially in the summer when you want a bit of an easier read in general. It's got short chapters. It has nice character developments. It also is interesting. Like it's, it's kind of middle of the road. Like it's, you know, it's thought provoking, but it's not too dark and too heavy on your shoulders. And it doesn't haunt you you know for days later but it's a really nice book and it it does start off quite dark but it does end on a nice lighter note a note of hope and that sometimes in your life you may think you know I should have done this or if I if I chose this career path if I chose you know to do my life in a, in a different way that that your life would just turn out differently but at the end of the day it, it turns out as it's meant to so I think that it's a nice read for that reason so I hope you all have enjoyed this and I hope you do go out and pick up a Midnight Library thank you okay bookies Kim here with book report for Midnight Library. The ultimate question is, would I recommend it? And the final answer is yes. I enjoyed this book for many reasons. Mostly it was more of a structure thing even than a content thing because I really liked the way it began. I really liked the short chapters. The content was also interesting and Maybe captivating would be a good word. Some of the actual stories I wanted to be maybe better or spend more time in them or more detailed or I don't know. There was something there that wasn't quite right for me, but like I said, the structure of the book and the idea behind it was interesting enough that it held my attention. And I thought that it generated some really good conversations for us in our group discussions, which I think is another good sign of a worthy book. So it's going to be short and sweet today, people. Thank you, Virginia, for suggesting it. I also think Virginia was a reason why some of our conversation was so satisfying, having a new person added to the group always creates for some fun variables. So thank you, Virginia. And yes, Midnight Library, worthy of a read. The Midnight Library, a novel by Matt Haig, was such an enjoyable read that I actually went on to Audible and purchased the audiobook as well and then listened to it a second time instead of reading it a second time. Oh, wow. They did great with the woman who they cast uh, to do the reading of the main character. They nailed it with that one. Gosh, I should have prepared and looked into who that woman is. 
But whoever she is, she did an excellent job reading as the main character. So believable. In my mind, she became synonymous with Nora. It was a phenomenal book that just transported me away to the world of the main character. Uh, to me, that is such an indicative sign of a creative who has done a great job in that your reality, the planet Earth, this moment in time as you know it no longer exists. You're just fully enveloped in the main character's world and... Uh, the author did so well from that perspective. The themes that the author examined were also just delightful. Uh, the writing was really, really nice and matched with the main character. So it didn't seem like there was incongruence there. Like, let's say that you have a main character who's like peppy and upbeat and highly energy and then you'd have an author writing in very like slow drawn out uh, very long uh, eloquent sophisticated words that to me would be like incongruent uh, in this case it seemed uh, very well matched things that from a personal uh, level were just quite touching was I love that the main character's name was Nora. It was nice to get nostalgia over remembering back to when I was like eight, nine, ten years old. I was always writing like a short story or a poem or a play or a bigger novel. And my go-to character name that I always used was Nora. So it was really nice to see Nora Again, she wasn't in any of the previous forms that I had invented long ago. It was nice to see how Matt Haig, the author, presented her. Uh, but I have to admit, in like my mind, it was like a little like, Oh, Nora, how are you? I remember you. Um, yes, folks, I did spend a lot of time alone growing up. <laughs> I had my own whole like world. Uh, so yes, uh, the author's Nora and my own uh, Nora who I used to use when I would write as if they became one in the same. So that was lovely. The book ended just right, in my opinion. I love that they brought her back to life. That would have just been such a rah, rah, such a sad move had the author remained dead. That just, you know, it didn't feel right what else did I appreciate oh something that I have been munching on and still don't have an answer to yet and I'd love to hear from any listeners if you have read the book what is your take maybe it was touched upon in the book and I just don't recall but here it is in this novel in this story it's the idea that for many individuals, when you die, there's this, I don't know, like holding space before you're fully like dead, dead. And you can, for some individuals, it's like a library. For other individuals, it's like a video store. It doesn't matter the specifics, but usually it's just a place that makes sense to the person who is on the verge of dying and passing to the other side. And they get an opportunity to review many of their regrets and many of these of their choices, how their choices led to the creation 
of the particular life that they were living before they died. However, simultaneously, because of the quantum field, that all these other lives and other choices that weren't decided upon, but that were at one time options, those lives are playing out. So my question is, when Nora is in the Midnight Library, and she's like, oh, okay, here's the new life, and the and the version of me in that life that I'm going to slip into, where does that Nora will take rock star. So there's Nora the rock star going on. Then there's also dead Nora who's in the midnight library who chooses to go into rock star Nora's body and life. Where does rock star Nora's consciousness go in the interim until dead Nora slips back out of that rock star life and goes back to the midnight library. Maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe no one thought of this or thought it was a valid point worth exploring. But that was one thing that I got hung up on. I was like, it just, it doesn't make sense to me. If we're in the quantum field and there's the idea that nothing is ever like truly dead, that things would just change form, for example, so nothing is ever gone. So then where does that rock star Nora's consciousness go Is it just out there in the ethers, just like floating around like a thought bubble in like comic books? I don't know. Does someone have the answer? Please help me out. This is what I stay up late thinking about. No, I don't really stay up late thinking about it, but I do contemplate it an awful lot. So I would love to hear from any of you that may have answers to my perplexing problem. All right. Thanks. I really love this book. So... First off, this is a spoiler, so if you haven't finished the book, stop listening. I completely called it. I knew that's how that book was going to end, that she would choose her original life and make it what she wants it. There's never too late to turn things around. I relate the message in the book that no life is perfect. There's good and bad, so the regrets she had doesn't necessarily mean that her life would be amazing. Every action has a reaction, right? So it changes things. So things that she loved about her current life would be different. I also really liked how they showed at the end of the book that her perceptions of her relationships weren't necessarily correct and that she had, you know, didn't matter to anyone, had no value because afterwards it shows that those relationships were actually stronger than she thought and those people are going through their own things. So I really like that and how she did affect people in her life's lives in a positive way. So I like that as well. I think it just shows you that sometimes it has to do with your mood. And she clearly struggled with depression in most of her lives, so that didn't necessarily change. So yes, I really, really like this book and I like the perspective it gives people. And I am a firm believer, there's never too late to start over. Really is not ever. You can start something new and make your life what you want it to be at any time. Someone told me this actually, that when you're having a hard time, sometimes you just sleep on it. If you can't make a decision about something, just sleep on it. Because sometimes tomorrow will be better. And sometimes it isn't. (laughs) But usually if you have time 
to wake up and get a new perspective, uh, usually there is one. And I've had some dark moments in my life as well. And I found that super helpful, helpful advice. And if she had just waited a day, she would have found a whole bunch of other information. Anyway, so I really like this book. I highly recommend it. I've been talking about it since. It's wonderful. I'm so glad Virginia suggested it. Hi, this is my final book report for the book The Midnight Library by Matt Haig. I quite enjoyed this book. It was a little refreshing to have a fiction on the podcast for the first time. And this book is quite philosophical. It's very on point for a book club, uh, not just because it's about a library, but because there are a lot of literary references. It's not specifically literary, but philosophical. It's quite a philosophical book. And I think that's kind of the irony in it is the main character was a philosophy major. And so she studied all these, you know, great thinkers or whatever you want to call them. And she had the gist of what many people had thought about the meaning of life was. And yet this book is about her journey to find the meaning of her own life. I guess that was something that she couldn't learn in school or couldn't learn in a book. Although perhaps the readers of the Midnight Library could learn it in this book. <laughs> I guess it shows the difference between knowledge and wisdom because she went through her life thinking she wasn't happy because of all the things she hadn't done or not living up to other people's expectations. And by the end of the book, she realizes, you know, where happiness comes from and it's not necessarily the things that you have, like the status that you've done. And she also discovers how important kindness is to give, but also to receive and how little kindnesses really shone through and showed her who the important people were to her life. Would I recommend the book? Yes, I would recommend the book. In fact, I've already recommended it. However, the person's already read it. So I think it's a pretty popular book. So maybe a lot of people are recommending this book. If you haven't read it, yeah, maybe give it a shot. It might be a little bit hard at the beginning because it does talk about suicide quite a bit. And I think it paints a pretty realistic picture of how somebody might be feeling when they're in that state, when they're considering suicide. So that can be a little bit hard uh, to read. And then once it's passed, I mean, I guess at this point, the book is about her realizing that she does want to live. So I don't think that's a bit of a spoiler. I think it's pretty obvious that that's where the book is going. So sorry if it spoiled it for you, but that's about it. Sadly, I didn't finish the book because I never finished the book. I always run out of time. <laughs> that seems to be my way. So that makes me sad because I really like it and I want to keep on it. But now I got to start a new book. Why you got to make me start a new book? Uh, I, I really like it. I'm loving it. I want to keep reading it. I just... I'm such a slow reader. These book cycles are like crazy not long enough for me. So keeping up has been a challenge. Anyways, I um, really enjoyed all parts of it. I think it's a really interesting idea. I can't wait to see what happens. And I don't know. And it's the book report. And I know that today we're going to talk about the book as a group. But the ending is going to be spoiled for me. So... Oh, well, what can I do? It is what it is. Thanks for the pick, Ginny. It's been an awesome read and been so fun doing this with you. And I just really love the book and recommend it. And I can't wait to see what happens. So I'll just be a little behind. Bye. So I'm finished. The Midnight Library and our third fan book, A Choice. 
and I uh, want to tell you what I thought. And I wrote some notes, so I'm going to glance down at them. <laughs> so I think that what I took away from this book is that, first of all, it was kind of an obvious ending for me, maybe because that's the way I already think already, and that uh, I don't need a book to teach me about not to regret. But it was also a good reminder to be in the moment, to accept myself for who I am, and to remember there are so many possibilities, so to make the most of them. And if something's not working, then to make a different choice. And I did like the Mrs. Elm bit at the end, and it reminded me of my Nana, which made me a bit sad and a bit nostalgic, but that was really nice. And then it also made me think of how important it is to spend time with the people that I love. Still wasn't my favorite book to read, I did enjoy the story and I did really enjoy daydreaming about the different possibilities that my life could have gone to. Uh, would I recommend the book? Yeah, definitely. I don't do not regret reading this book, <laughs> uh, which I wouldn't anyways, but I don't regret reading this book. I, I think it was entertaining. And, um, you know, just because some things about it really frustrated me and I wanted it to be a bit different doesn't mean I don't think other people should read this book. And for someone that, you know, is maybe living in regrets, maybe this is something that will will help them. I also have never, you know, I thought about this, that I've never really, like, there's nothing huge in my life that I could have regretted. So I think maybe I would be in a different place if I had done something huge that I, maybe I would regret. So I guess that's it for that. So thank you, uh, Virginia, for recommending this book and for being on our podcast. And I'd like to read a quote uh, to finish off. So this is from page 143 on this version. She imagined now what it would be like to accept herself completely. Every mistake she had ever made, every mark on her body, every dream she hadn't reached or pain she had felt, every lust or longing she had suppressed. She imagined accepting it all, the way she accepted nature, the way she accepted a glacier or a puffin or the breach of a whale. She imagined seeing herself as just another brilliant freak of nature, just another sentinel animal trying their best. And in doing so, she imagined what it would be like to be free. Thank you for joining us, and uh, we'll see you on the next book cycle. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Book Interrupted. If you'd like to see the video highlights from this episode, please go to our YouTube channel. Be sure to subscribe and you'll be notified when there's new content. Want to be part of the conversation? Have your voice heard on our fan episode next week. Or recommend a book and you could be joining us for a six-week book cycle. Find out more by going to www.bookinterrupted.com fans. Are you interested in buying this book? Do you want to order the next book so you can read along? Go to www.bookinterrupted.com shop to see a complete list of our books. And if you haven't tried them yet, our affiliate partners, The Bookshop and Libro.fm both help support your local bookstore where available. Thanks for taking the time to check in and connect. We'll see you next time on Book Interrupted. Book Interrupted. Never forget, every child matters.